Welcome. I'm Anastasia Glova, bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Today's podcast will address the ongoing controversy over the NSA database. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies here at Cato, is our expert this morning. Jim, haven't phone records and other personal information been available to law enforcement agencies for years? What makes the NSA database different? Phone records and other personal information have been available to law enforcement for years, but for the most part that's been under warrants or subpoenas. Unfortunately, under a case called Smith v. Maryland, the Supreme Court has declined to protect information about telephone traffic, that is, who you've called, the duration of calls, so on and so forth, under the Fourth Amendment. Because of that, the phone companies involved may have convinced themselves that it's all right to share this information en masse with the National Security Agency. It's very concerning, obviously, to have such a large amount of information available to the NSA, which can obviously use it to develop a lot of information about our lives. Because of the enormous volume of phone records the NSA database logs, individual records are all but anonymous. Is this program really the threat to civil liberties that some people make it out to be? Well, the allegations are that only call information has gone to the NSA, but that inevitably includes telephone numbers, and that information can be repersonalized very quickly. It's only a matter of looking in the phone book, frankly, or a very quick query. So early on in the debate, there was an argument that this was essentially anonymous information. But in fact, it's so easy to repersonalize, as I've said, that it is best regarded as personal information about all our calls, all our calling patterns, who we've called and how long we've talked with them. Is there something else the government can do other than sifting through private phone records to more effectively zero in on terrorist activity? Almost anything the government does that is more traditional law enforcement activity will be a better way of pursuing terrorist activity than this program. Our best guess about what they're doing is that they're using this information for what's called data mining. Data mining is probably least effective in the terrorism area because there are so few terrorists in the country. Briefly, let me describe what data mining is when it works, and then we can talk about why it doesn't work in the terrorism context. If a store has a location in Chicago and they have a good idea of who their customers are there, and they want to open a new store in Milwaukee. They'll take information about their customers in Chicago, and they'll enter it into a database and figure out the patterns that reflect their customers. So it might be that they read certain magazines, own certain kinds of cars or a certain number of cars, have a certain number of children, and so on and so forth. Then they go to Milwaukee and look for people like that and market to those people and see if they'll come to the store. That's data mining. You find a pattern in data, and then you look for that pattern somewhere else, and you discover what you're looking for, the subjects of your search. In the case of marketing, you generally get response rates of 5% if you're doing very, very well. That means you're 95% wrong. The theory of data mining for terrorists is that they should be able to reverse this and so that they're right 99% of the time. If you run a test against a large amount of data, that is if you run a test against 100 million people's phone calls, and you're wrong 1% of the time, you turn up 1 million false positives and you spend all your time searching for people who are not involved with terrorism at all. So data mining is about the most significant waste of resources we can see and, of course, a threat to privacy and civil liberties. Verizon and Bell South have both denied participation in this program. What do you make of that? Several days after the story broke in USA Today about this NSA program, these two phone companies put out short statements denying participation in the program, but they used some very wiggly language 
talking about customer phone records, rather than directly addressing whether they had put phone numbers into the NSA database. The most careful reading of their statements amount to non-denial denials. That is, they denied doing things that weren't actually what was alleged in the USA Today story. So more is yet to come on that, obviously. Whether they were participants or not will be cleared up at some point. And obviously people are quite concerned that there are even more data collection efforts going on, both in the telecommunications area and in financial services, health, and other areas where sensitive data about us is available to corporations. Would you suggest an alternative to what the government is doing? Since the 911 attacks, we learned a great deal of information about how the 911 terrorists were connected to one another, and we've learned that known to the United States government, there were terrorists linked to the coal bombing in the United States who also perpetrated 911. So a lot of the changes that have been proposed, the new technologies, the data mining programs, all attempt to substitute for what we really needed on 911 and what we still need today, which is effort and focus on catching terrorists. To the extent they're in the country, I'm fairly confident that they have been found, and there is an insubstantial terrorist threat right now. That's no reason not to be vigilant. But direct pursuit of terrorists, using human intelligence, following every lead, that's what will really protect us from terrorism, not these data mining programs and not new laws or technologies. The authority and the technology was available to the U.S. government before 911, and nothing more is needed now. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.